The information provided in podcast eligible and accompanying material is for informational purposes only. It should not be considered tax or financial advice. You should consult with your financial or tax professional to determine what works best for your individual needs. You're tuning in to Podcast Eligible, a staying healthy and saving money with an FSA or HSA podcast. Hello and welcome to Podcast Eligible, episode seven? Seven. Seven. Uh, my name is Sean Hampton. With me, as always, is Kevin Oliton. Hello. Uh, today is going to be a little bit different uh, than what we've done in the past. Um, I have some somber news to share with you all today. Um, we are out of pancakes. No. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. It was a, it was a very busy December surge. Yeah. So. Uh, so we're just clear of the 1231 deadline, and we had like, a huge response from people. Um, had a really good... Uh, uh, last month of uh, helping people spend down their remaining FSA dollars, and my so- somber announcement is that um, I need to find a new podcast host because Kevin is going to be uh, moving to Seattle in the beginning of February. So yeah, very um, very excited. Uh, I love the Pacific Northwest, and uh, maybe I'll grow a beard, buy some flannel, carry an axe around. I mean, I hope so. <laughs> well, well, hang on, but not like the shining way. More like, oh, I'm an outdoorsman now. <laughs> I, I was picturing you as you're like, picturing the shining. Okay, yeah, never mind. Uh, we'll forget that. We'll forget. <laughs> but that's but, okay. But a more burly, like friendly and engaging shining. So, um. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even picture that. Okay, sure. So um, we're really sad to see Kevin go. Um, uh, when Kevin first started, he knew absolutely nothing about FSAs, and we actually sat next to each other. I mean, I knew some things. Come on. I just go on Google.com. <laughs> Looking up so, Google and then, like, <laughs> giving me the information back does not count as knowledge. So, um, so Kevin and I sat next to each other, and I wrote a lot of the content for the site for a long time, so I absorbed a lot of this stuff. I'm sure if you've listened to any of this, <laughs> no way too much about these accounts. So, Kevin would kind of like, kind of reach over and be like, hey, <laughs> what is this? Is this legal? Is it, how do people do this? Why do this? <laughs> so, it was, it was really fun getting to like, uh, kind of experience learning about these things all over again uh, through another person's eyes. And um, it, like I said, we're really sad to see Kevin go and uh, we wish him the best in all of his future endeavors. And... If you're ever in Seattle and you see some like snappy copy on the side of a bus, it's probably Kevin, <laughs> <laughs> or just some sort of sarcastic text somewhere. Kevin probably had a hand in it, so yeah. um, it'll be so, an ad for oat milk. <laughs> <laughs> we're not going to start coming up with taglines for oat milk just yet. But uh, today we wanted to actually take a look at a piece that uh, Kevin wrote back in early November. And really kind of documents his experience learning about FSAs and the really the nuggets of knowledge that he picked up along the way. I mean, I think the whole gist of it was that, I mean, I, you know, I was trying to channel my own experience before I took the job here um, because, you know, I was offered the job here and everything sounded great. There's like, hey, you get to write stuff, you get to make videos, all this stuff. And I'm like, cool, cool, cool. 
but you have to do it about FSAs. And I'm like, okay, well, what's an FSA? <laughs> and I mean, it's not like I don't know to, it's not like I don't know anything about the American healthcare system. I feel like given the climate that we're in now, we, I think we, no matter what, you'll know something about the, the American healthcare system. But um, as for me, like at the time, like a 29 year old millennial who is pretty social savvy and you know, it's not like I'm, you know, I like rummage through addendums or anything like that. <laughs> so it was, it, you know, it, before I took the job, you know, I had to research what an FSA was and I found a lot of things that were good and bad but for the most part, all of those things that are good and bad were useful information to everyone in America. But it was just so hard to understand it all and to even get to those pieces of information. What was, could you point to something that like initially really confused you or, or maybe even like you still don't get <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, okay. So, uh, but like after Google... Um, usually my go-to is YouTube mm -hmm. and I think there's a stat somewhere that YouTube is actually the second biggest search engine um, after Google I mean don't quote me on that but I heard it like many years ago I don't know if it's still true um, you know as a normal person would I would type on YouTube what is an FSA mm -hmm. and there were a bunch of videos there that were all fairly lengthy and um, maybe it's just me but I couldn't get past all the kind of really annoying clip arty kind of graphics mm -hmm. yep. um and to their credit like i watch a lot of them and you know a lot of them start out saying that hey you know we're going to break down what a flexible spending account is uh in six minutes or whatever and you know they start out really great and saying that hey you know you save money on your health needs blah 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 um you get it through your employer but then because there's so much kind of jargon that you can't avoid a lot of times and it's it's tied to so many political things and it's tied to irs rulings it it still kind of devolves into this just like big chunk of what did i just watch <laughs> yeah i think like uh when i when i was trying to like help you like understand a lot of these things i realized that i had to kind of speak a different language almost because like <laughs> i got so used to like talking in FSA terms and things like that, that I'm just like, oh, not everyone <laughs> understands this and I have to kind of dial it back. Um, so it was, it actually, I think was, was really helpful in our whole rebranding process that we did over the summer is that we had people coming into this who were coming into it with, with a fresh perspective yeah. and could kind of be like, nah, let's kind of avoid this <laughs> yeah, stuff in I mean, the past that we've done. So based on that, I wrote this article on our blog fsastore.com slash learn you can just search for my name it'll pop up mm -hmm. we'll um, also provide the link in the podcast we'll provide the link yeah. yes yeah um so i wrote this article about some of my observe like some of like my biggest observations um about fsas and how they relate to your health and your finances in general but also under the lens of um a millennial mm -hmm. um and one of the things I noticed is that for me, you know, having started working here and writing everything, having to learn everything and trying to figure out pieces of information that would be more attractive to a general consumer, um, 
there's like there there are a lot of things that an F, like that a flexible spending account can do to save you money, especially on your health needs and. Um, I mean, I can even lump in health savings account for, you know, your retirement and, you know, as a supplemental savings account, all this stuff. Um, but why is it that no one tells us this? <laughs> like, yeah. I, like, 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 I've, like, I've had a lot of jobs where, you know, they go through, you know, they, they an HR person would go through um, health benefits and perks and all this stuff and we spent slide after slide about 401ks and and um transportation reimbursement and all this stuff and i feel like mm. maybe i wasn't paying attention but i don't think i've ever outside of a passing mention i didn't hear them talk about flexible spending accounts whatsoever mm. um so that was one of my biggest observations and, and, and it's a very surface level observations where you know, and, and, you know, FSA stores content always talks about how it can, how flexible spending accounts can help an everyday consumer. But at the same time, you know, it's, no one's explaining what a flexible spending account is mm -hmm. when, you know, you, like, at least enough for me, um, when, whenever you sign up for health benefits. That, that, that was my first observation. I don't know if you have any thoughts on that. I mean, I think I've literally, I've had, being a millennial and graduating into the economic crash, I've oh, yeah. held my own fair share of jobs too. <laughs> yeah. So I think only one time I've heard it in like a benefits explanation from like a, uh, a third party administrator or someone like that where they, and even then it was kind of like a throwaway line. It was yeah. like, you can put some money in here and you know, it's yours. Like it's, there's no like other direction yeah. to like kind of help you through it. So. Well, there's also two sides to this that I that kind of mentioned in the article where, you know, if you're applying to a job and you're signing up for benefits, you know, I don't think companies really spend that much time on flexible spending accounts, even though there's so much potential for them, for you to use them and save a good amount of money. I mean, mm -hmm. not a lot of money, but still a good amount. Mm -hmm. um, on the other side of this is that we always use the stat during the December deadlines or honestly any any deadline end of month deadline is that was it like around 400 million in flexible spending account funds in America gets forfeited or forgotten every year mm -hmm. I feel like four it, I feel like 400 million or at least around there every year is a big enough number that you know I, I feel like I should have seen commercials about it like a tax season type of thing or... I mean, it's the gdp of a small country so yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> like i feel like i've seen i should have seen commercials i feel like scrolling through i mean even before i worked here you know i read a lot of stuff um i subscribe to a lot of you know news outlets but i feel like i very rarely see articles about it um mm -hmm. I mean, I see them a lot now because thank you, Sean, for being such a good PR person. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, before I started working here, before we went through this rebrand, all that, I saw nothing. And I feel like in such a money-driven world, like $400 million every year, I feel like, I don't know. There, there should be we should be being bombarded with, like, billboards and, and push notifications. and In time, Kevin. In time. Yeah. So that was my first observation. I don't know if so, you're adding to that. While Kevin ruminates on that, we'll be back after this short break. <laughs>
Are you part of a wellness rewards program at work? Looking for an easy way to spend your rewards points? Introducing Well Deserved, a site housing thousands of great health and wellness products like pain relief for your workouts, baby care essentials, travel must-haves, and more. Visit welldeservedhealth.com and see how redeeming your wellness rewards just got easier and healthier. And we're back. Uh, Kevin was going through some of his uh, observations about working at FSA store and kind of the um, things that he's gleaned from working here and kind of the uh, lessons that I feel a lot of people um, will encounter when they start to learn about these accounts. And uh, learning from Kevin's experience has been definitely been very instructive in helping everyone kind of um, make all of our content and messaging more relatable and help drive the central value of these accounts yeah. to everyone who knows <laughs> them. So I have like, so I think my next observation in this article was that, like, I mean, I, I think I wrote like a really funny metaphor about the American healthcare system that you should just read instead of me repeating it. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but you know, yeah, it's not a secret that flexible spending accounts can be complicated. Um, but then I feel like, and you know, to be fair, a lot of companies, you know, try their very, very best to create, like you know, like FSA Store, that you know, they try to create resources and um, educational material. But it, like, I feel like they could be simplified more. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know, like. You know, you know, one of the one of my projects that I did here at FSA store was make these glossary videos on YouTube, and I'm actually really proud of those because, you know, they were pretty straightforward. They answered you one question about an FSA, and that's it in very very simple terms. And we try our best to like really drag it down to a to real world scenarios, like, mm -hmm. you know, you know. I know a lot of you know healthcare jargon would be like, oh, you know, they're tax exempt, and you do the you do this with your paycheck. But like, you know, we try our best to actually say, well, this amount you'll probably save this amount from your paycheck, and then at some point, in a number of you know time passes, and then you'll have this for savings, and then you can use it on that. Like, mm -hmm. kind of making it more. What's the word that I'm looking for? Grounded. Mm. Um, these scenarios, but. Yeah, I mean, I feel like better educational content can still be made and definitely simplified um, because as, as I've learned here, there are a lot of people that use flexible spending accounts mm -hmm. and I feel like a lot of them have used it for years and maybe the reason why they're forgetting is because they're just, you know, the, the, ed the educational part of, you know, learning the ins and outs of a flexible spending account is just either not accessible enough at many places or not easy enough to understand it's funny when i when i first started this job um my my dad actually was was a long time fsa user but he he did it back before they ever yeah. had cards and stuff yeah so he was filing claims and just doing like he was doing everything that everyone hated about fsas yeah and he ended the the conversation with i never lost any money <laughs> so, <laughs> well even that where Again, maybe I'm just stupid. Maybe I'm just the coolest millennial. But it's like, how about a video that says, how about a, like a really, really short video that like, explains to me what a claim is? Yeah. Um, so, I mean, before I started working here, I didn't know that like in terms of an FSA, a claim is just straight up 
receipt reimbursement. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, there's a lot of jargon that paints over some very basic terms. And yeah, like, like I feel like, yeah, like, when I hear the word claim, uh, I'm already thinking in my head, like some sort of like, oh, I got into an accident, there's a lot of paperwork, I gotta yeah. call somebody, I gotta do this form and this form and this form, but in an FSA, a claim is straight up just like you saving a receipt and you submitting the receipt. Yeah, it's like, it's technically correct, but it, it's such a loaded term. <laughs> like, you know, there's yeah. like, oh, claim, Jesus. Yeah. Or, I mean, I mean... I mean, to be fair, we we try our we over the last couple of years we've tried to do many of these things, mm-hmm. um, and hopefully we did a good job, at least to start to form a base for the future. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we regularly tweet out things that are pretty, you know, in in the simplest terms, like hey, SunCare is eligible if it's SPF fifteen and above and broad spectrum. Done. Which you remembered organically the other day when we were going to get coffee. You were, you were very <laughs> mad that you retained that piece of information. <laughs> Ten years from now, I'm going to be in like a, we're going to do some like bar trivia. <laughs> There's going to be an FSA question that I'm going to be like, it's eligible. How did you know that? <laughs> 213 days. <laughs> um, cool. So that was another one of my observations. I don't know. Do you have anything to add to that one, Sean? Um, I don't think so. What was observation three? <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the, the third observation that I wrote about was that, and this is me, I mean, I, I've worked for a little while in advertising, um, and mostly with consumer-facing products, like 100% consumer-facing. Um, and, you know, one of my observations was that, you know, one of our biggest value props here at FSA store is that we have thousands and thousands and thousands of guaranteed FSA eligible products that go from pain relief to baby care to just a lot of things that you don't know are eligible that you people use every day. Um, but I feel like it's not being marketed, at least outside of FSA store, it's really not being mentioned or marketed enough, um, or at least granularly enough um, to the, you know, because it's it's you can literally break this down to every lifestyle like i'm sure there is an fsa eligible product or products for every type of lifestyle out there and mm-hmm. you could be saving money on them if you have an fsa but the problem is that you don't know yeah i mean if, like if you walk down a pharmacy aisle no, nothing is labeled like fsa eligible or anything yeah and like of all places the pharmacy should do should. that. Yes. That's like, actually a great idea. I think that's a good guorilla campaign. We're just <laughs> gonna get a lot like a thousands and thousands of FSA eligible stickers. We'll just go to oh doing green and just stick them all in. Only if I can use one of those like old school like price label guns. <laughs> price label guns. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> if so. only it was as easy as breaking into a target, you just wear a red shirt. <laughs> you just start working. Um but yeah, the point <laughs> Yeah, I wasn't ready for that one, sorry. <laughs> Or a Best Buy, who knows? Um, but the point is that it takes a special kind of person to wear that yeah, polo. Um, you know, if you're a gym person, KT tape, pain relief, hot and cold packs. If you're outdoorsy, adventure medical kit, sun care. If you're traveling, on neck pillows and all of this stuff. If you're like me, who is 31 but also in the body of a 60 year old and need acid reflux pillows, that's a thing. Yeah. Um, or get migraines a lot and you have relaxation masks and all this stuff like and this is me now talking more on, on the b2b perspective but i feel like that should be like an advertiser's dream it's because every demographic is there for the taking 
Yeah, we, but then we never see it. We've actually had yeah, like talks with some vendors who sold products and weren't even aware that they were half saleable. <laughs> so they just they just discovered this huge market oh. that they didn't even know existed. Yeah, um, and four hundred million guys. I mean, you know, there's there's just a staggering amount of products that are available. Um, this is probably going to be a subject for the next podcast, but there was actually a. Uh, a bill passed in Congress recently that is going to expand HSAs and the products that you can purchase with HSAs and yeah. FSAs. So we got all sorts of nerding out on that bill coming up. Um, with who- it's just going to be Sean uh, by himself. And he's going to do two different voices. <laughs> it's just me talking to the void. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah. Um, this is, like I said, I'm very sad. This is the only podcast I've ever done in my life. <laughs> and Kevin, <laughs> Kevin's been my co-host. So I'm very sad to see him go. Yeah, basically um, the process of this podcast was like, uh, I tapped my boss on the shoulder. It was like, hey, can I make a podcast? And she's like, okay. And then we did it. <laughs> <laughs> yep, pretty much. Um, so we thank you for dealing with our sometimes low-rent sound equipment. Also, our- wow. We, you know what? We haven't had a visit from our fire engine friends in... Quite a while. True. Like two episodes already. Yeah. I mean, granted, we were on the other side of the office that isn't next to a street, but we are now. And <laughs> but we, we are now, and we... And we lucked out. You know, yeah. out of respect for my departure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe, maybe I'll artificially add sound effects for the, for the fire engine. <laughs> oh, God. So, like I said, we're going to end this one on a more somber note, but Kevin... The best of luck to you in the future. Um, You're always welcome to come visit. um, And hopefully I'll run into you in Seattle at some point. (laughs) And Um, all you FSA shoppers out there, we are doing our very best (laughs) still. I'm I'm still here for for a little bit. And there are a lot of great educational, fun projects on the way that we're releasing and a lot of more... Um, sim- like a lot simpler resources and tools and stuff so we are on the case we're not just crying wolf it's yeah it's going to be a very big year for FSA store and uh, we have a lot of great things coming and we hope you'll be around to enjoy them with us <laughs> <laughs> I'll be, a, I'll be a, a customer service complaint at 11.58 I... <laughs> December 31st hey what uh, do yeah. I do with my funds <laughs> what should I buy uh so yes while kevin is leaving he will never quite be gone because he'll be stalking us on social so um, (laughs) because i have all the passwords yeah yeah true i have to change all those (laughs) all right well thank you so much for joining us everyone and we'll see you next month bye Thanks for tuning in to Podcast Eligible. Remember to visit fsastore.com and hsastore.com for the largest selection of eligible products.